This is the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Ever wish you could re-listen to your favorite interview or segment? Do you enjoy hearing older shows for the first time in years? Then the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less is just what you need. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Greetings and welcome to this edition of the Best Moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 Minutes or Less. I'm your host, John Solberg, and this show is being brought to you by The Butcher Shop. The Butcher Shop is home of the A9 Master Kobe Briskets, where they are always hand-picked. This father and son team has operated this retail meat market in Pensacola, Florida for the past 15 years. Kevin and Jordan ship nationwide to many of the biggest names in the barbecue industry. The A9 brisket won both sides of the American Royal Cook-Off in 2019. They also ship some of the finest prime, dry-aged, Australian Wagyu and Japanese Wagyu steaks to people just like you and me who aspire to be the kings of their backyards. The Butcher Shop always has Berkshire, Compart Duroc, Allegiance Duroc, and Prairie Fresh all-natural pork in stock and again, always hand-picked for you. Are you into any wild game items? Bison, venison, elk, camel, how about ostrich? Have you been searching for those 10 to 12 pound boneless turkey breasts featured on How to Barbecue Right? The Butcher Shop has them in stock and they are ready to ship to you today. So whether you're looking for the best competition briskets, ribs, or pork butts, or you just want to have better options to cook at home, give The Butcher Shop a call, 850-458-8782. That's 850-458-8782. You can also interact with them on their Facebook page, facebook.com slash thebutchershop, shop being spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. Mention the Barbecue Central Show and you're going to save 10% off your entire order, The Butcher Shop home of the A9 brisket. And this is what's going on today. From April the 16th, 2013, Ray Lampy is in. I pulled a little segment of him and Greg getting caught up on book writing. Let's get right to it. Here is Dr. Barbecue and his nurse, Greg Rempe. Uh, now switching gears, I guess. Not only are you Dr. Barbecue, not only are you a guy who really... You know, when we, I was trying to, I was looking back through the archives, and I think we, we might have done our very first podcast interview back in 2006, believe it or not. So we're almost seven years removed from the first time we ever talked. And at that point, you know, you were talking about how you quit the trucking industry, you moved down to Florida, you opened up the barbecue concession trailer, you started supplementing income with these classes, and you fast forward all the way now. There's actually another, you're like author Dr. Barbecue Ray Lampy as well from all the other things, and there's a new book coming out. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, funny how that happened. I often say when I wrote my first book, that red one, I thought I was writing a book. I really <laughs> didn't. I'd never written books. I mean, to this day, I've written, I'm working on my eighth book, and I, I use about three fingers. You know, it's not one finger really, but the other, like, there's a couple that only have one key that they, they poke on. I really don't know how to type. And I never was a writer. I just I reached a point in my life, I guess, where I I I had enough interesting stories to tell and I was comfortable not trying to speak with words that I'm not familiar with. I speak as I speak. This is how it is. Uh, so but the first book was, you know, it's easy. That one you got all your jokes, you got your recipes, you got your goofy pictures, and you got all that stuff saved up. It's easy to write the first book. The second one's really hard because you don't have anything else to do. So I kind of thought I was done after I wrote that one. But it was okay. They liked that one. And the third one was Barbecue Road Trip. And and by then I was actually kind of getting good at it. I was I was learning. You know, you're going to be an entrepreneur. You got to be able to learn fast. Yeah. And 
if somebody's willing to pay you for something, you better get good at it real quick. So I've, I've kept pushing along, and uh, the last two I've been really happy with, Rib Shop Steaks and Wings and Slow Fire, both from Chronicle. Those guys make beautiful books, and they're just good people. That's why I was in San Francisco last week, just schmoozing with all them. I just finished, and we just actually, it's not gone to print yet because I just had the wording change to match up those new pork chop names last week. Uh, but my book coming out in October is called Pork Chop, and it's all about cooking pork chops. And I've been lucky enough to transition from writing just barbecue and grilling books to writing other books. I I know how to cook in the kitchen, and, and I've been able to luckily talk them into letting me try that, too. So the pork chops are all different ways. There's grilled, there's smoked, there's pastrami pork chops, there's pot roast pork chops, there's pork chop noodle soup and lettuce wraps and all kinds of different things. What are you talking about? Pork pork chop noodle soup. It's really good. Wait, wow. you try it. Have you, there's no reason not to use pork chops for that. Pork chops are excellent. It's really good. It, it's funny. We looked at it. It was my idea, but we looked at it, and there are no books written specifically about pork chops. There's probably 100 about steaks and burgers and chicken breasts, and there's zero books about pork chops. So I'm really optimistic about this one. Plus, I think I wrote a kick-ass book. Can't wait to see it. How many pages is a pork chop book? Is it a normal length of page that you would find? I mean, hamburger books seem to be really popular. Last year, there's another one uh, from the guys that wrote Wicked Good Barbecue are coming out with a new hamburger book. Uh, that seemed to be the real hot trend over the last 12, 16 months. Uh, but look, I mean, you're, you're a guy, as you said, entrepreneurial. you got to be outside the box all the time and seeing that there was no pork chop book, I guess to me, being a business guy as well, makes sense. Why not exploit that portion of it? How long does it take you to to get, A, a working title, and then put together all of these recipes to get something to submit to the publisher? Well, you luckily, after writing a few books, you don't have to write very much. You have to write a pitch for them, a few pages, and a lot of it is boilerplate. You know, you just kind of paste all them pictures of me and my, what I've done back in the on the uh, pitch. So uh, luckily, I don't have to do too much of that. But you get you get anywhere from six months to a year to write a cookbook. Uh, you know, in the old good old days, we would get longer than that. Uh, the one I'm working on now, which I can't talk about, I've got a year. Pork chops. I think I had six or eight months to write it. Um, and you know that's what you do. It's it, every time I'm at home. It, it's funny. Sandy got tired of eating pork chops. You know, because every day I was cooking at home. It was another recipe, and, and because of the subject, everything was pork chops. Um, but, you know, it's just part of the process. That, that's Now I've learned how to do it. I've learned to get good at it. Uh, pages, I think it's 160 or something like that. Wow. They, they've found a happy spot for me, those 8 by 8 books that really look good. Uh, they sort of have the attitude that these big mega books, people just don't buy them. If we make a book that's sized to fit, uh, in a gift shop situation, an impulse buy kind of a thing, uh, it's gone pretty well. Um, and I'm happy to do it because it's a little more manageable to write those big mega books. And guys are still doing it, and they certainly still sell, but it's, it's a lot of work. You know, writing a 160-page 8 by 8 book is a whole lot easier than that. Are you concerned at all because like two weeks ago, or maybe it'll be two weeks Thursday, uh, the pork board and the beef checkoff program decided that they were going to go ahead and start changing all the names of beef and pork now. So can it be called pork chop or does it have to be called uh, pork tenderloin or, or pork porterhouse uh, book now by Ray Lampy? That would be nice, Greg. I love the pork board. They're my friends. I'm not saying that I don't love that. I'm just saying they've went out of their way to fuck with everybody. 
Well, yeah, that was, I mean, it was a scramble because I, I saw that and was like, uh-oh. And because and, I'd been talking to them and they know I'm writing the book and they're supporters. But, you know, it's big business uh, marketing play. They couldn't tell anybody, couldn't tell me that they were doing this. So when I first heard it, I was scrambling and, and we did get the wording changed where it needed to be in the book. So, I mean, the good news is I will probably, I can't imagine many books are going to beat me to the market with all the proper terminology. So hopefully they'll be happy about that. Oh, uh, what's the big deal? I don't care. To me, the cuts aren't changing. Uh, I, I just don't think it's that big of a deal. And it's not like anybody's going to hold a gun to your head and make you call it that. I, I just don't think it's a big deal. Well, they're not going to make us call them, but if, if the purveyors decide to use the new labeling system, do you think that there is a possible issue of consumers becoming more confused than they already are, or will this actually be more of a, of a sexy thing for them? Well, in the case of pork chops, I think it's good, because how many people really know the difference between top loin chop and rib loin chop and, and loin chop? And I mean, you know, they almost think pork chop is a pork chop, and and I think that's why I think that you know I think it's a good idea in the case of pork chops and and syncing up with the beef. What the heck? Why? I mean, if you can't figure out which one is the porterhouse chop, you know, then you shouldn't. You probably can't cook anyway. Gotta love Doctor Barbecue. I do love that guy. Head on over to the bbqcentralshow dot com if you'd like to listen to this complete episode. There's a surprise or two in this show. See if you can find it. Shoot me an email, John J O N at the bbqcentralshow dot com. Try that again. That's John spelled J-O-N at the bbqcentralshow.com. Make sure you check out the Butcher Shop, shop spelled S-H-O-P-P-E, on their Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Butcher Shop. Save 10% off your entire order of amazing meats by mentioning the Barbecue Central Show. Until next time on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less, I'm your host, John Solberg. I look forward to talking to you again soon.